What's going down, podcast listener? Welcome back to the Symbiosis Now podcast. I'm Tyler Colombaro, and I'm the host of the show. And on this show, we like to have good conversations. We like to talk about it all. We like to not hold back, all in hopes of inspiring you to go out there and have your own conversations amongst a peer or a friend and not hold back. Share what you're thinking. Share what the fuck is making you trip out on a daily basis. And to help us do that on this episode, because we always got to have a partner in crime for this kind of, this activity, because it takes two to tango, you know what I mean? It takes more than one to be symbiotic. We need multiple of us to actually help each other in this life. On this episode, we have Nick Chagoya. He goes by Nico. He's the fucking man. He's a legendary artist out there, TikToking it, Instagramming it, doing digital art. My man, Nick. And he is On this episode, we're talking about some wild shit, I'm sure, and I want you to check out the new logo as you're listening to the episode. New logo, folks. That's what's happening right now, and I hope you like it, because the podcast is going through changes. I'm about to have a child, and I'm going to have to alter my format of interviewing. I'm going to have to actually call people, so be prepared, because we're coming to a phone call near you. Whatever the fuck is the right, insert the right thing to say right there, it's coming at you, alright? We're going there, symbiotic style. But listener, like, share, subscribe, do all that fancy shit, tell your friends, and without further ado, let us journey into the yonder of conversation with Nick Chagoya on the Symbiosis Now podcast yeah man we're just chilling with my folks man you know what i mean having a little fun while we taking a little 15 20 minute break from the ujo speaking of space there's supposed to be like a spacex launch tonight on the 30th of august which the last time i saw that shit i explained it on a couple episodes ago with vanessa castillo that shit was wild when i saw the fucking SpaceX launched in like I want to say in 2017 or something like that, but dude, it looked like, like not like a rocket where it goes and it goes and you're like, oh my gosh, there it goes. Oh man, I bet. I hope he gets there. Like you know, you've seen on TV or whatever before in the past. This shit like opened a portal in the sky, and this thing like ejected this object that they sent out ejected through it, bro. I'm telling you, like it was like it hit like another level of speed. It was like, like it was so wild for me to watch that I thought alien. This, if there's aliens coming right now, this is the closest thing I've ever seen to like a fucking UFO or some weird shit happening in the sky that I know is not normal. Like you know. So ever since then, I'm like, yo, if he can do that, and this was like five five years ago, if he can do that now, what are they fucking got in the background, homie? Like you know. And then we hear about on the mainstream, like the CIA knows there's been like UFO and blah blah blah. You know. Mm-hmm. It's like, who do we believe, you know? Or is it just some guy making cool-ass tech under the table? Like, not Elon Musk, right? Some other guy, right? That's like his predecessor or some shit like that. Like, he just does it on the back end. Like, he doesn't, like, advertise his his um, techno- technological creations. He just meets rich guys at Fuck Island on Epstein's Island or some shit and says, yeah, I'll make you this crazy fucking shit for you to go zoom around the fucking Antarctica real quick float around on Antarctica, you know? I don't know, dude, but I just trip out when, when I see shit like that. And then tonight there's going to be another launch, and I, I want to watch it because I hope that it's similar because I remember what I saw, and it was something else. 
and I talked about it before with other people and they remember what I meant and they were tripping out. I remember calling Allison at Jamba Juice. She worked at Jamba Juice. I called and was like, yo, I just seen some shit in the sky. Yes, I'm a little high off some weed, but that is, I know what I just saw. And then she's like, dude, what? She's all tripping out. I'm like, dude, I'm telling you, like, I'm worried. Like, I might go pick you up. Like, I'm all thinking like the world is ending. That was some wild stuff to see. And then she, she's like, asked her coworkers and the coworkers like, yeah, there's supposed to be like a launch tonight or something. It's supposed to be a launch. So it's probably the launch. It's like, oh, okay. It's gotta be the launch, right? But in a world in the future where everyone's always launching something and it all becomes not so meaningful anymore because that's the future we're going towards, right? Um, Will we know whether it's like an alien coming or going or not? Like, no, it just blend in, you know? (laughs) I feel like that's the future of our world. Like some Futurama shit, like where they're just like doing weird shit, like floating around in little spaceships kind of low key. Mm -hmm. But because we're like interacting with other species maybe from deeper than than we ever could imagine because of just contact and just things that are just happening we yeah. opened the wormhole <laughs> elon musk opened the fucking wormhole because nasa was lying they faked the moon landing or some shit like that like that's a conspiracy bro that, that nasa faked the moon landing and that's a very valid conspiracy. do you believe that because like i feel like they made it to the moon but i just always wonder why the fuck they don't keep going well i mean you know in all honesty like every individual knows as much as like they experience so like like there's no guessing or understanding of like whether or not something outside of our own lives is true or if it's like you know not real is that the world of illusion everything beyond our own eyes well (laughs) kind of i mean a little bit well (laughs) that's some wild shit dude to think about i mean it's true though because like i mean you your own life is separate from everything else that i mean not everything else but everyone else's experience so your experience alone is separate from everyone else's experience. So like, it's hard to say if you can see another individual's interpretation different from your own, but that comes with empathy, you know? Like you can see someone's perspective through empathy and that helps you learn a lot more about the world outside of your own life, you know? Yeah. And that's how humans communicate. And that's how humans, you know, engage with one another they empathize and try to understand one another through their perspective through their lives otherwise there's no meaning for them to even cross your own life and i feel like everyone who has different perspectives on life itself aids one another whether it's negative or positive it aids one another to understand someone who does something negative and it aids to someone when another individual does something positive and like it just affects their life Right. I feel like that's the way that, like, I don't know. It's kind of hard to say, but, like. <laughs> <laughs> that's some good shit right there to think about, though. Yeah. I mean, I guess. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. I'm not, I don't like to go down the UFO rabbit hole too much. It's just like, would we even know we're entering that type of time, you know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, a lot of people are seeing a lot more of the same insane things. <laughs> yeah. And so. I mean, I guess it's being more known to individuals. But, I don't know, I feel like everything you're experiencing, whether it may be true or not, is something that you're still experiencing. Because, like, you're still having these thoughts and these ideas about what it could be or what it will be or what it, you know, has been. And you're just making your own story in a way you're you're filtering it through your perspective yeah so that you can make something of it yourself and i feel like that's what oh that's what everybody does you know we filter our experience 
to make it something that we interpret. And it could be any information, like, you know, different people's perspectives can influence your own, but that's still a part of yourself because you're influenced by that particular individual or these particular groups of individuals. And those influence your life and the way that you see it, you know? But yeah, <laughs> no, for sure. Influence has so much to do with it, though, too. Yeah. Like you said, everything beyond your eyes is kind of an illusion, <laughs> you know, because everything is influenced past that point. I mean, gosh, the weather influences you to feel some type of way. The, the weather influences you what you True. wear. You know what I mean? Like, so minimal, like, that's a weird thought to have, I guess, but. True, but, I mean, everything is just, well, it's everything. Like, yeah. every, everything is. Yeah. So, therefore, you can't really. <laughs> but then to act as everything's normal and be like, yeah, we just keep on going to space, no big deal. We're just going to keep sending shit up there. Like, don't <laughs> even worry about it. It's chill. Yeah. And then what I, point does some crazy true. guy that's, <laughs> like, got a lot of money, like, he's a mobster or some shit, he's like, yeah, I'm going to space, too, Jimmy. Let's go. Like, you know, he start building some fucking rocket ship in their backyard or at some fucking warehouse in Chicago. And they want to fucking shoot space to fuck it. Like, we can do too. Why do they have the permits? We'll pay for the permits. You know what I mean? And then they do it. And then someone else is like, we got to build our rocket ship. You is it like the Tower of Babel? You know what's interesting? You know, though? where we keep on trying to go to the top, but we don't know where we're going, dude. But we it, don't know. Had it, been, had it not been for the first person to even do it, yeah. we would have never even had the idea to do it. You know? but, but the Nazis kind of were low-key <laughs> the first people to be like, we're going to do that, bro. That's what's like, whoa, bro. Like, apparently they used to make, like, you know, circular objects that would look like a flying disc or some shit, bro. Like, there's a lot of conspiracy, but there's also, like, you know, like, lie, like, you know, just to get you to believe. But there's also a lot of, like, <coughs> like photographs and people, like, documented this shit. Mm -hmm. They were into that, right? They wanted to, like, basically delude society in any way what they, that they could. Illusion was a big part of the Nazis' regime. It's kind of crazy. Look at the propaganda they got people to believe. They literally made everything that was played in music on the streets or whatever at a at a higher frequency that that creates this like anxiety. Like if you tune, I'm I'm not the best with this, but in music there's a frequency, uh, like a tuner, right? Like you could have your guitar in different, a different. It could be this. I'm not a music guy, right? So this is why it sucks. But it could be at different notes. But it could be at a different octave, right, and all this stuff, different frequency. Well, if you if you set the tuner a little higher, everything sounds okay, but it actually is putting this weird like rush um, into your psyche, and and it's like a, a a psychological thing. I've listened to multiple podcasts about it. I've read shit about it on the internet, yeah, but like for sure, like that was a thing, a part of their regime. They'd play music in the streets at a certain higher frequency that would create this tension. And this, this rugged, like, I don't trust you. I'll fucking fight you right now. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, this fucking crazy mentality. And then be like, oh, yeah, the Jews are bad. And they're like, oh, fuck the Jews. Like, get them out of here. Go. You know what I mean? And it's like, fuck, tell me what else to fucking hate. Like, imagine being in that society. Mm -hmm. And it's really easy to get everyone on board real quick. They're all fucking crazy assholes, you know? Mm -hmm. And that's why I don't like some things that are happening in the United States. Because, first of all, we brought a lot of those guys here after the war ended. Like, we actually, like, brought them here. Warner Von Braun was an SS fucking Nazi, and he would, like, you name it, like, kill Jews and shit, whatever you want to call it, bro. Like, the classic Nazi bad bad guy, you know? Like, in a, in a super villain. And then he, like, got us to the moon. Like, he was the guy that came and, like, was, like, the main guy in, the, in NASA at the time in the 60s and was like, yeah, we're going to go to the moon, you know? And, like, <laughs> everyone went to the moon, bro. Like, so I don't know. Like, sometimes I'm like, but if is the idea good? Like, I don't know, man. Like, you, you got to wonder sometimes. 
is it meant to like make you feel like the world's so much bigger that God may not be real? Like a lot of these things that maybe it impacts the psyche of society over the next 100, 200 years, and they knew that because it would study how to break cultures and design them how they wanted to. You know what I mean? Not to blame the Nazis, but like it's a conversation that keeps coming up on a lot of fucking different like uh, platforms and shit. And like apparently in Ukraine, that's a part of the thing. Like the Russians kind of think that some of them are Nazis, neo-Nazis and shit, and they're trying to kill them. That's why they believe that they should go over and kill these Ukrainians. Like, you know, it's still a thing that plays out in society. So they did do a lot. But does that mean that they're the, they're responsible for UFOs and the whole thing? Like, no. But it also is like the beginning of that was kind of their idea at a technological age where they're making incredible advancements in the 1940s or the 1930s. Like they were making incredible advancements, kind of wild at the time. Like fertilizers that people still use and shit like came out of that era, you know, in that regime on how to make more food on a quick, quick, quick scale, though, not forever. You know, so we live in this world still of like World War Two after World War Two and then the Cold War. We live in this fear of like, oh, no nuclear bombs. And we just live in these worlds, bro. And then we lived in the uh, 9-11 terrorist uh, uh, era. And then we lived in the COVID era. And then now what are we living in? Like, I don't even know. Some territory. It's some weird shit. I can't trust anybody on the news or any of these media sources because it's just entertainment. Right. I can't trust it. Like, I can, I can watch it and like, oh, I like the way that they look at that. But it's like, can I trust it, though? I don't know. I have to look into it myself. And even then, like you said, how far? Did the person that wrote this, was he there? No, probably not. He wasn't on the ground, homie. You know, he was probably just heard from someone or he maybe did a Zoom call with someone that may have been there, right? Like, which is close. That's what a journalist should do, right? But, like, some journalists go there. That's like when uh, when things were weird, when there was hell of protests in 2020. I liked watching footage of people that were there. Because the news would blanket certain shit like, oh, these Black Lives Matter, just this terrible, like, uh, dividing ass conversation. And I wanted to see what was like, what was it actually like, though, just being there. And it's just kind of chill. And some people are like kind of mad because the cops are like, yeah, go away. And then they're throwing shit at them and they're throwing shit back. Like, you know what I mean? It's the classic, like, this is kind of a shit show. It's not so much like people are like, fuck it. We're tearing it down, really, because they were kind of just like defending their stance, and then it became this weird, played-out thing. Dude, remember, there was protests for months, bro, and it was like amplified on all the media sources. Like, it was like the 1960s all over again, bro. We haven't had something like that in the United States since then, you know? Like, that scale, that's all we were like, that's all everyone knew, you know, was protest. I remember, like, when uh, High Times Magazine like released like top 10 protest songs. You know what I mean? Like they were trying to like desperately convince their audience like please don't hate all corporate entities. Don't, you know. And then all of a sudden everyone was like, you know what? We kind of like Big Pharma because they're going to make the Pfizer vaccine, you know. And then it became this fucked up thing where it's like, dude, you have to take the shot. If you don't take the shot, you're fucking murderer. And then now it's like, dang, so many people didn't take that shot. And they're just like, and you know, it's all good. And we're like, what? Like, my mind is fucked from the last couple of years. Like, I don't understand. It makes me feel like we've been lied to. Things have been weird. I don't like it. I can't trust a lot of things beyond my eyes. Like you said, you know? I don't like to be so paranoid and shit like that, but, bro, I don't like it. I don't trust a lot of shit, bro. Like, you'll watch something on the news, and it sounds so convincing, but it's like, why is she changing the subject into, like, some drama? Like, some, you know, why weren't you invited? You know? Instead of, like, you know, being a journalist and getting the information that actually went down to the people, you know? We've seen over the last couple of years all that fall apart. 
it sucks because we used to rely on people to give us like the truth you know even if it was kind of hard to do at different times still get the truth out well, but what is the truth you can't handle the truth that's, a, that's what would be said huh? that's why because we can't handle it we put up these barriers psychologically because we're all traumatized right no we can't talk about that we can't really address it because if we do we're not on board with the fucking agenda you know and then I'm on the out group but now look at all the people that think they're on the out group and they're so lost like with the QAnon people like they're so lost like they think they're like yeah we're now with the mainstream and it's like oh my god though you guys are all like this religious clique now and you won't go away this is strange and then when Trump comes back to you be like aha it was prophecy like what the fuck bro like there's like an overwhelming amount of people out there that do that shit that are in QAnon or they believe that shit they feel like Trump is literally prophetic like he fulfills biblical prophecy I never heard that about any other president in my fucking life But I feel like humanity has been like repetitive of these type of situations. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like the same old story again. All the time. Yeah. History repeats itself. That's what people say. But that's who we are, a species, though. And that's how far we get into, <laughs> but into how humanity can... But when we say history repeats itself, what does that really mean, like... No one's in control of that, so why does it keep repeating itself? It's because we don't want to actually learn from what we, mm. we, what we had to go through in the previous generation or whatever. Is that why it gets lost in translation? We don't know how to pass down the the knowledge of like not to do and what to do anymore, because we don't really know what you should do or shouldn't do anymore. Mm. Like things have changed so much, bro. Like imagine, like it, you remember the movie Three Hundred? Like those guys would just fucking slaughter each other, bro. And it's like we watch it as a movie and the movie's all epic, right? Like it's cool, but it's like, what the fuck? These fools are just fucking killing each other. They're just, they're cutting each other's heads off, bro. Like they don't give a fuck about like that guy in front of them. They're like, ah, like they're just killing each other, bro. Literally. And now here we are where we're like, ah, you know, so-and-so died in his cell, but uh, the footage wasn't there. You know what I mean? Instead, it was like. Back then, they would have no one would have known. They'd just been like, "Yeah, when he went to jail, like they probably didn't even take him to jail. They probably just threw him in the river or some shit, you know." Like that's what people would do. Like there was no law, there was no like order. So like sometimes order and law suck. Fucking hate sometimes the laws that we all break anyways that we sometimes get caught on. But the law is actually also a good thing sometimes, man. Like I'm not pro law and order, you know guns only type of guy but I'm also like dude we need to have some kind of laws though cause look what when there's lawlessness people start acting like they can start their own fucking land and it doesn't go anywhere and they just suppress their and oppress their people yeah that's true yeah you wanna go smoke? <laughs> let's go smoke listener are you in the barbecue game? do you like to smoke some ribs? over a long 15 hour interval and do that on a weekly basis maybe and maybe you need someone to come help detail all them dirty ass racks and clean out all the underside and bring it all back to life maybe you need your old barbecue that you haven't used in a while that you miss using fixed up maybe you need it even transported because you don't know how you're going to actually get it from one place to another and have it functional by the time it gets there one man stands alone for the answer to these problems, and that is Ray Balladares. 
over at Barbecue Ray's Detailing and Restoration Services. Ray Baladera is the owner and operator, is a good dude, and he actually really, really knows his shit. So I would highly recommend you hitting him up if you need your barbecue reassessed and rearranged. He's open Monday through Friday. He could do barbecue pickups and drop-offs. He can clean or detail your barbecue and all around it. He can fabricate and design some new shit to fit your barbecue needs. He can troubleshoot your electrical and fuel problems. And he can even teach you how to season that grill, baby. If you're interested in this man's services, give him a -a ring-a-ding-ding at 559-397-5440. And I'm going to leave his information in the description along with his Instagram handle, which would just be BBQ Ray's Detailing, where he posts all his cool content of all his barbecue upkeeps. So Central Valley, whatever your needs are, contact this man and tell him you heard about him on the Symbiosis Now podcast. That's Barbecue Ray's Detailing and Restoration Services, located in Reedley, California, servicing the greater 559 area. So give Ray a call so he can put the U back in BBQ. What's going down, podcast listener? I imagine that you drive a car when you're out and about. You might even have a motorcycle, per se. And I think that most people that live in the society we live in have a home of some sort. On those things, do you have insurance? That is my question to you. And if you do not, it seems like it's time to get you some. What are you doing out there listening to a podcast? Because if you are, at the same time simultaneously... You could be calling Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance to provide you with top-notch service. Give him a call at 559-638-3800. Do you not have a license? That doesn't seem to be a problem. He can set you up. Do I know how? I have no idea, but he can set you up. He claims to know. Are you anything like me? And when you were younger, got into some trouble, had a DUI, and needed an SR-22 insurance? Maybe... I hope not, but if you do, Alfredo Vargas over at Academy West Insurance can set you up with the free SR-22. You can find Alfredo looking sharp in the suit on 998 North Manning Avenue in Reedley, California, or you can give him a jingle down there at the shop at 559-638-3800. Be sure to tell him that you heard about him on the Symbiosis Now podcast and he will set you up ASAP with all your insuring needs. Thank you, Alfredo, for sponsoring the podcast. And now, let's get back to the show, folks. So we smoked. Here we are. We're back. Wait, did you press it? No, I don't press it. I don't press the issue, bro. No, but uh, I was going to say that, like, I was watching the fucking news earlier, which I never do, but I seen that it said Mississippi out of water. Or something like that. Like the Mississippi uh, capital has no water. So Jackson, Mississippi doesn't have any water for their city. Like literally no one. Like if you turn on the tap, it's like it's not coming out. They cut it off or something like that. And it's like, what do you mean no one has water? You know, it's kind of weird. But that happened. And they're just like, oh, what do we do? Oh, well, you know, they're interviewing, like, the mayor and shit. And they're like, yeah, we've been asking for funding for a couple of years, and it's uh, lack of maintenance, and uh, 
some positions never got filled and it's like dude we can't have a world like this we have to have people in charge of making sure that people have water what is that i feel like that's going to become more common because there's a booming population bro we only have so much water everyone talks about it all the time to go around that's not contaminated you know or salty <laughs> did have you seen that south park episode i don't know i don't watch south park much elaborate that town is yeah is um in a drought and so like they're relying on these like streams that are coming through yeah and so then <laughs> i don't know it's hard to explain yeah but um but i don't know it sounds kind of similar to that situation because of <laughs> of the way that i don't know let me see if we can find it but um it's in that south park episode though and yeah. it just came out too but have you watched south park yeah, I've watched South Park before. Yeah, I just don't watch it like on a regular basis oh. or anything. I've seen episodes though. When I was younger, like it used to be on Comedy Central, and I'd watch TV, like actual television, like direct TV, satellite television or whatever, and click on that shit a lot, you know. Um, like, do you know what like type of show that South Park is? Yes, it's ridiculous. Is what it is, but it's awesome. <laughs> well, it's like a big old social commentary, like mm-hmm. on everything. That yeah, they push the envelope. I love it, but it's, it's also like. In some ways, it's like, ah, what the fuck? But most of the time, it's like, you're right. They're talking about what the fuck's going on in this inadvertent way through characters, you know? Yeah, and I guess it's called The Streaming Wars. And let me see if I can find more about it. Dude, it's crazy (laughs) because there's this, like, character called Man Bear Pig. Man Bear Pig. Have you heard about that? No. Oh, it's like, I don't know, I guess it's like they're, like their interpretation of what climate change is and so it's like it becomes a concern you know it's like and they have the character Al Gore um <laughs> warning everybody like oh that you know man bear pig exists and he's gonna be out there he's gonna kill us if you don't fix climate change or what, <laughs> is that what the threat is I think that's what like the well that's what the message is that's hilarious <laughs> and and so then yeah like that character is in this like this episode, so it has a lot to do with like the way that our environment is, <laughs> like, in the current state that it is, I guess. But um, <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, it's a pretty good uh, episode. I don't know. I feel like a lot of the the episodes that South Park has has a lot to do with like the way our society is, and like it just it's just a message. Like in a message, but like um, I don't know. I guess like. Like their interpretation of what, of what, they just exaggerate it. You know what I mean? Right. To tell like the story, yeah. Mm. It's always like that in like literary things or in the past. Like it's it's usually how how fiction is or something. To you, like over, you over elaborate something or you really like exploit something to get the point across. And like when we read Shakespeare and stuff like that, we don't look at it like that. But during the time, that's what they were doing. That's true. You know, and it was really like hip. (laughs) new kind of new new vibe new era doing plays on a stage type of fucking thing you know Mm. and now here we are in 2022 whatever that means (laughs) you know that's after christ was born you know so our world like revolves around this year that's like based off of jesus christ so he has to be real right Mm. had to have been born (laughs) right (laughs) <laughs> something else i was learning today in my wildlife class is like when the when the settlers or whatever the colonizers whatever the fuck you want to call it came to the united states from europe and shit started killing a bunch of bison and shit 
and from like the year 1700 it, in like the 1700s whatever the fuck that means there was so many bison here it was like millions like 60 million 70 million bison and then in like less than 200 years by like the late 1800s there was like 300 300 went from tens of millions to fucking 300 but it shows the greed in people it shows that like you don't you have no soul like if you you know not no soul but like you don't you, you don't stop no at anything for profit like it's all good these aren't lives this is not like about uh, natural resources and the environment sustaining itself this is just about taking whatever we can as much as we can and selling it as for as much as we can to the biggest buyer mm. it's the american dream that's what drove people here that's what was so great the good old days make america great again is that what they're thinking about those terrible days where we just fucking profit everything don't give a fuck about the environment pollute the fuck out of it not give a fuck until laws were like hey you know we, maybe we shouldn't do this so hard these uh these bison are going extinct you know without them it's a serious thing you know and they're just like eh maybe we'll do that a lot of good men actually made those decisions you know if we were to do that with like our laws in other ways maybe we'd be very successful but right now we keep putting fucking really important things in the hands of assholes of people that don't care they have no fucking heart for some of this shit because they don't know what it means they're overstimulated imagine being the leader of like a country of any kind how stimulated and overstimulated your daily life is towards like you you can't show attachment to anything you know you can't really be passionate about any one thing anymore how could you you know almost right because the world's just too much bro now maybe back in the day you could like turn it off you can go in your office and, and think about what the next plan of war is you know but now it's like ding twitter twitter comment ding email ding sir we need you for this you know imagine it's just like how would they not be like high? How do they do this job? How was Trump sober that whole time? Was he on fucking like Adderall? <laughs> was he just like tremendously high on Adderall? It sounds like it to me, you know? Jaw kind of low-key rocking, but it's part of who he is, so you don't notice it, right? He made it blend. You know? <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's a guess, but it's a good guess. Because how the fuck was he doing it, man? Look at Biden. What's he doing? Is he on a downer? Because he's, like, not making it. You know what I mean? He needs to be on an upper or something. I don't know. Give him some drugs. Make that man move, you know? <laughs> I'm kidding, but he's, like, doesn't talk. You know, he's not in it, man. So what are we going to do, Nick? Damn, but isn't that how... I don't know. It just feels like... That's just how life feels, you know? Yeah. It's just how life feels right now. I think it's good that, like, when, when things happen, like... The Ukrainian-Russian conflict where, like, the United States makes makes an adjustment, right? And we say, hey, we have to police this scenario, kind of. So we're going to say that we're not buying shit from you because you guys are assholes, basically. I like kind of shit like that because it means we're not going to just do whatever. You know what I mean? Hmm. But when you have Russia now selling their gas to Saudi Arabia, who sells us their gas, it's like, what are we doing here? Like, you know, we're still it's still coming from the same place. And they're still making money. They just have to pay a middleman. Like, the world doesn't stop. The petroleum industry doesn't stop. You know, what did we think was going to happen? Mm. And, like, it's, like, inadvertently, it's kind of like the wall. Remember, everyone wanted to build a wall between the United States and Mexico. But it's like, do people want to get They can get in and over that wall, dude. Like, what are you talking about? The, the, the schemes will just become more elaborate, and it's not necessary. And you're blocking off ecosystems. It's kind of wild, you know, that we just were like, that makes more sense. 
Like, look at the Great Wall of China. Was that, did that make sense? No. It cut off literally a hella big patch of land. That doesn't make sense. You know? <laughs> the boundaries are getting thicker around us all, I think. Because we all don't know who to trust. It's physical. <laughs> yeah, it's like a physical interpretation. And our own mental interpretation yeah. of the whole thing. <laughs> well, Nick, I'm super glad you came on, but also... I want to say shout out that you made some new podcast art that I might have to make the official logo. It's not that I don't like our logo that I've had all this time with the cactus talking to the slimy mushroom kind of guy. But I think it's time to maybe move on because I'm going to have to change up the show pretty soon. It's kind of an announcement for you and the listeners too. I'm going to have to change up the show pretty soon because Tyler's going to be a daddy. And that means he has to like be in the house without having guests over for a while because the baby's so newborn and we can't get him sick or anything you know and I don't want to make it overstimulating and overwhelming just have random people in the house sometimes I have people that no one else knows but me you know in in my room doing a podcast so um that's gonna have to be like on the phone pretty soon like I'm gonna do phone or zoom type podcast that's what's next for the show it's just gonna be me maybe on camera so it might be cool might be eventful but I'll be able to open my audience to like way broader audiences. I'll be able to call people in other states and other locations. I think it'll be good for a temporary thing. And uh, I think that the new podcast art resembles that because it's like a spotlight on just like me. Like I'd be the little alien out there in the middle, like you know what I mean, in the little desert, just trying to figure it out. And I think that that's the new age of what it, it's going to become. And I think it's a good time to like kind of transition to something new. Um, make new stickers stuff like that you know so I think that you might end up becoming the next podcast logo and it might happen pretty soon maybe with the drop of this episode probably you know I appreciate it though people need to check out your art because it's really good <laughs> thank you Terry that really like that really means a lot cause like you found meaning in like what I created and it just I don't know it just means a lot Cause you're a really like awesome person and I like the way that you think and I like the way that you express yourself all the ideas you have and what it means to you it just it's something that means a lot to me and so I'm very grateful to to create to create to have created something that you know means something to you for sure man thanks man I appreciate it yeah I appreciate you and Allison and I'm so like I'm so freaking happy that you guys are gonna bring like life it's, it's just beautiful dude like yeah it will be it is but people check out this guy's art check it out Nico's artwork Nico's got a TikTok Nico's got an Instagram <laughs> Nico's Nico Nico what I don't you tell him which one's the one yeah Nico's artwork <laughs> yeah makes some good ass art makes it for La Vida the band now makes it for this show. I've seen it on other people's shit, and I think it's really cool that you do that for other people because it is meaningful for people to know an artist that can make makes a creation that resembles what they what they want, you know. And I like <laughs> I like seeing the beauty in like what everyone makes and like what everyone creates and what everyone inevitably like shares with what they what they like, you know, what their right. life is. Right. And so it makes something that I appreciate and. I'm grateful to do any of those things. For sure, man. <laughs> Me too. Thanks, Nick. 
Come yeah, on again soon. <laughs> yeah, I will. Nick Chagoya, I like you. I really enjoy your topics and your your laid-back mentality. I like the way you describe things. I like how you think outside the box. I like how you put art into reality. You think of these little, you know, characters in your mind and and you know how to like replicate that from your mind onto not only paper but or paints, but also into the digi- digital realm. That's mind-blowing as fuck as the beautiful art that you can see for the cover art for this episode of the podcast and for the future of the podcast. As you can see, it's beautiful. He handcrafted this shit for me. He made this knowing Tyler's this weird little alien dude out here in the middle of nowhere, and he needs to be symbiotic, so let's make him, you know, alone but with. He saw what was necessary. He saw the future of the podcast, and he saw that Tyler needed to be depicted alone in the middle of a desert with a UFO hovering above. Because that's you, the listener. You're listening to the to the lonely desert man out here because we're about to start making phone calls on an island here in the podcast room. I got my light bulb above my head and we're going to start, you know, we're going to start dingling and ringing and ding and some people on the phone pretty soon. And we're going to get a lot of cool people to talk about their stories. And we've had every single episode recorded in person. We're going to shift a little bit. So the new art fits the new wave. Thank you, Nick, for all of that. Thank you for talking to me. I love your fucking mind. Thank you, listener, for listening and tuning in and telling your friends and subscribing and sharing and doing all that fancy ass Instagrammy, Twittery, TikToky, whatever. This is Tyler Colabero signing off for this episode, and I hope to catch you on the next episode of the Symbiosis Now podcast.